It's time for Money for Lunch, where we feed your brain and your business with supersized portions of business and financial news. Now your host, Bert Martinez. All right, welcome to Money for Lunch. I am excited that you're here. I am uh, hoping that you're having a great summertime. Uh, you know, it's it's interesting. Uh, went to church the other day, and I, I'm I'm telling you, half the congregation was gone because everybody's it's summertime. Everybody's traveling, trying to get their summer fun time in. So uh, welcome to Money for Lunch. Glad that you're here. Um, let's see. Starting off with a quote, the quote of the day, the quote of the day, I'm good, but I'm not an angel. I do sin, but I'm not the devil. I'm just a small girl in a big world trying to find someone to love. And that is by the late, great Marilyn Monroe, which is kind of, uh, and that quote, by the way, was sent in by Stacy L., Stacy L. from Barstow, California. Stacy L., thank you so much. Kind of a neat little quote there. I'm good, but I'm not an angel. I do sin, but I'm not the devil. I'm just a small girl in a big world trying to find someone to love. That's kind of neat, isn't it? I think that uh, sums, up, sums it up for most of us, right? We're all just, you know, trying to make it through the world. And... Um, Anyway, all right, let's get this party started. Speaking of love, on the show today, Amy, Amy Cabo Nikolov is on the show. She's the author of Love is the Answer, God is the Cure. She's also president and owner of IMIC, a medical research company. Nikolov has a Bachelor of Science, a, so let's try that again. Nikolov has a Bachelor of Science degree in nursing. She and her husband, Dr. Boris Nikolov, have three children. Amy, welcome to Money for Lunch. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You bet. You bet. I'm excited to have you here. And, uh, you know, I got to ask you, uh, the uh, kind of give us the, the uh, what do you call it, the, the reason that you wrote the book. What, what was the inspiration behind writing the book? Well, I've always believed in God since I was a little girl. And when I was 15 and I was in a psychiatric hospital, uh, one of the people that worked there, he said, if you ever do anything, write a book, write your story, tell your story. And I didn't even know if I ever would until I turned my life around and, um, and, and prayed every day. And during prayer one day, I just got a really strong urge to write this book and write it now. And so I would uh, get up every day, every night at 3 o'clock in the morning without an alarm clock, no writer's block. I've never written anything until 6 o'clock in the morning, just writing everything that I could remember. Wow. That's extraordinary. Now, why don't you tell our listeners, what is the book about? Well, the book is about um, the triumph of a tenacious spirit that doesn't give up for the love of God. Uh, I've been through a lot of things. I've been through child sexual abuse, physical abuse, emotional abuse. I've been through several rapes, domestic violence, poverty, addiction. My daughter almost got killed. Um, I've, I've had a lot of challenges in, in life. And 
life has been scary at times, but one thing that's always been constant is that God has always been there. And not that I've always been in the right path. Trust me, I have failed. I have strayed away, and I know what that's like, and I know how dark those times are. And even today, I'm so grateful when I hear Amazing Grace or I hear a song like that, I really feel it in my heart because I'm so grateful how far God has, God has brought me from the depths of, of agony. Of, to, uh, you can live a hell if you're yes. not close to God. Well, and, and one of the things that you brought up is the power of prayer, right? I mean, Look, I, I think that a lot can be accomplished. I know there's a lot of people that uh, think that we might be talking about woo-woo, and they're thinking, man, this is a business show, and, and why are we talking about spiritual things? But the reality is, is, is uh, at least for me and for most people in business, uh, you know, they do believe in God. They do believe in, uh, you know, in the spiritual side of, uh, you know, of life, if you will, of business. They're you know, faith is required in, in accomplishing any goal, and, and so there there is that that uh, component. And I think that there are miracles around us all the time that sometimes we're, we're not even being aware of, right? We just take it for granted. Um, there is uh, well, that's that's what it was for me. It wasn't that somebody told me or gave me therapy or there was the right person or the right moment. It's that I decided to pray every day, and I decided to pray every day seriously for 30 minutes. And little by little, my life started changing. Like somebody like me who has a main diagnosis of PTSD has difficulty regulating their emotions. And I noticed that every time that I pray, I regulate my emotions better. Had I not had that challenge, I would not have realized the importance of prayer. So, yes, I I was reading one of the book of the saints, and the saints said there that um, there is power in prayer, and that's that's what got me going. And from that, you grow. You grow closer to God. You learn to do more. You learn to seek Him. You learn to do good deeds in His name without nobody noticing. You just your eyes are opened. You learn how to live a more peaceful life, even though you're yeah. so challenged. Absolutely. Look. Look. Uh... Uh, just because you believe in God, just because you believe uh, in um, in prayer, doesn't mean that uh, you don't avoid challenges. It just means really that you're given additional strength. You're given additional uh, tools. Uh, sometimes you're lifted up. It, it, some, you know, really, it just means that the challenges aren't going to crush you uh, because, you know, there is definitely a lot of bad out there, and it can be overwhelming. Uh, you know, you mentioned, you know, some of the trauma that you suffered. Uh, you know, there's people out there who are, you know, struggling for food. There's people out there, and when I say out there, I mean just here in America, people who are, who are struggling on a day-to-day basis and to I, meet their, and, you know, meet their what, necessities. I know what, it, I know what it's like to be poor. I know what it's like to be poor, to be a single mother orphaned at 15 and a single mother at 18 fighting custody battles, having the whole world against you. And when I looked for help, they told me that they wouldn't help me. So I know what it's like to go hungry just one day, thanks thanks to God. But I can tell you that it didn't mean I was sad. It didn't mean I was suffering. At least I was safe. At least I had what I needed. And that's, that's the beauty of having God in your life. 
that even during my poor moments, I didn't suffer. God was always with me, even though I was an orphan. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that, that's a big deal. Uh, all right. So you mentioned, um, you mentioned PTSD. And for those who are listening and maybe they're not experienced with PTSD, a lot of times you, you associate PTSD with just uh, people in the military. But, you know, it, it, that definition has, ex- has been expanded to include uh, people in an abusive relationship, uh, other traumatic experiences like the World Trade Center and things of that nature. So what are some of the symptoms of PTSD that you've experienced? Um, PTSD, you can get any range of symptoms from hypervigilance to uh, flashbacks. And you can, the worst symptom, I think, the predominant symptom, the scariest symptom is depression because it could lead to suicide. But um, nightmares is what was left with me that uh, during the day I knew how to control my negative thoughts. I'd fight it off with a positive thought or I'd ignore it or I'd keep myself busy. I've learned positive coping mechanisms, but I don't know what to do at night. I'm still waking up three times a night with nightmares until I read the book, The Saints of Battle Tainted. And they say that every time you wake up, do the, the sign of the cross. And you know what? Last night, no nightmares. Interesting. Interesting. Um, all right. So tell. Why don't you tell the the uh, the listeners real quick? Uh, and hold on a second. The book again is. Uh, hold on. Here it is. Um, Love is the answer. Love God is, is the cure. Yep. Love is the answer. God is the cure. Available on Amazon or wherever your favorite books are sold. Tell us. Tell us who did you write the book for? Who who can be helped by the book? I wrote it. I wrote it to help others, to let others know that they're not alone. So that somebody who's gone through, I've gone through so many things that they can say, oh, but she doesn't understand because she hasn't gone through this. Well, I've gone through a lot of things. And to let them know that there is hope, that you still could come out okay, that you still could be loved, and that you can still love. And for me, the answer to all my problems was love. But the only thing that was able to heal me, it wasn't therapy, it wasn't medicine, it wasn't people, it was God. And if it was people, it's because God worked through them. Yes. Uh, I love that. And, and, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because, again, um, a lot of, uh, I, I think a lot of God's miracles happen through other people, right? There's a, you know, a, a great little story, joke, whatever you want to call it, where, you know, there's this uh, uh, gentleman who is uh, in, in, I forgot, some town in Texas, and they're experiencing some heavy flooding. And, uh, you know, and so uh, people, uh, you know, big old truck comes by and says, hey, we're, we're, we're picking up survivors to take them to uh, safety. You want to come? And the guy says, no, you know, uh, God's going to help me. You know, I, I have great faith and I believe God's going to help me. Well, a little while longer, you know, uh, the, the water is uh, now coming into the second story of the house. And, and this boat came by <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and they said, hey, you know, we're, we're taking people to safety. You, why don't you jump in our boat? And he says, no, I have great faith, you know, that God's going to save me. And, and, and so he didn't get on the boat. And then a little while later, uh, he's on the rooftop because uh, the flooding has now gotten so deep and, 
And, of course, uh, a helicopter comes by. He refuses to get on the helicopter, telling everybody, no, God's going to save me. I have great faith. And, of course, he ends up dying. And so when he gets to heaven, you know, the, you know, he's talking to Heavenly Father, and, and he says, man, I, why didn't you save me? I, 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 I had such great faith in you. And, he's, and, and, you know, God says, well, I don't know what you wanted me to do. I, I, sent, you a, I sent you a truck, a boat, and a helicopter. And you didn't take any of those. And my point being is that sometimes it's other people that are able to deliver that miracle. But some of us are looking for this big, you know, booming voice and some kind of big sign. And, and, they, and they sometimes miss these, these miracles. Well, God doesn't bail you out. He just turns a tragedy into a blessing. And I read, coincidentally, in the same book that God allows us to experience certain things or certain suffering. Believe it, it's for others. Believe it or not, it turns out to be a good thing. But he allows us so that we can be, be stronger and grow stronger in our relationship with him. Learn to fight temptation. It shapes us. And we, if anything at all, at the very least, we learn from it. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that sometimes we, again, as a people, we try to avoid these learning experiences because they're hard. And, and it's just part of our nature to try to avoid hard things. Uh, but, but the reality is, is that we as humans can, can do hard things. We can overcome these hard things. And it's just a matter of getting our mind right. You know, I think that the biggest problem that a lot of us have is that we believe that we shouldn't have problems, that somehow problems are all bad. And again, we know that problems can be a challenging. They can be heartbreaking. They can be terrible. You've experienced some of that. Uh, but as you said, there is also the wisdom that comes through that experience that if you allow it to help you, it can help you. It can make you bigger and better and stronger. Uh, absolutely. So let me ask you I, this. Uh, further, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. I mean, furthermore, I read that God equips us with the, with the strength that we need to survive and fight everything. And it's really a choice that we make. And if the devil's lying to us and manipulates us, we can fall. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. It's, uh, That's right. I, I find it important to pray every day. <laughs> absolutely. I, I do, too. Again, it's <laughs> something that uh, a lot of people don't talk about. I've been to a lot of business meetings, a lot of business meetings, where a business meeting will be started with a prayer. I've been to, um, let's see, uh, uh, the Houston Oilers. Uh, this is uh, back in the day. Uh, the Houston Oilers, um, they, they, like a lot of football teams, they have to play a lot of games on Sunday. And so the Houston How about Oilers. Tim Tebow? There you go. Tim Tebow is a great example. But the Houston Oilers would have a prayer meeting uh, for those who wanted to participate, and, and which was a lot of them. Wow. They would attend a prayer meeting prior to the game starting, right? They, they would have their right there in the locker room. Um, and you know, they, they, there's a lot of people that believe that, uh, you know, that was a great way to start the game. And I think that the more we include the spiritual into our lives, 
the better our lives become. You know, the, those, those hard things become a little bit easier to bear. And sometimes that is a huge, huge thing. Because he does open our eyes, believe it or not, when we're seeing things in a negative light. It's almost as if we're blinded. And then God opens our eyes. We learn to appreciate life. We actually look up at the sky. We learn to be kind. I mean, we don't even realize sometimes that we can not be kind. And you start seeing things in a better light. You start realizing things that, that things could be better. And any time that you come around happiness, any time that you come around success, and any time you come around peace is around people that have a relationship with God. Absolutely. I've, not, told, I've never told, known anybody who's very upset or very miserable having a relationship with God. Absolutely. No, I remember I there that. was one time. I remember there was one time that I would pray to God. When I was going through custody battles, I would go to church every morning before I went to Miami Dade because I volunteered at the daycare so my daughter can go there. Every morning I would pray to God, please let let these custody battles be over. And I would pray and I would pray and I didn't realize. I mean, it was 14 years, but I didn't realize. I've been able to help a lot of people having learned what I learned in those 15, 14 years. And there you after go. all, I suffered for nothing because she was never removed. So interesting. if only I had had more faith, if only I had had more faith. But it's a growing process. I guess we're all going, always going. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. It is a growing process. You know, inch by inch, it's a cinch. Uh, yard by yard, it's really hard. So it is an absolutely growing process. You know, it's, um, you know, now your story can help another parent who's dealing with a custody battle. You know, and, and sometimes, look, sometimes uh, even when you are praying every day, Things don't work out the way you think they should, right? Uh, you're living a good life. You're a good person. You're praying every day. You're doing all this stuff. And sometimes life just doesn't work out the way you expect it. You still have to have the faith that it will work out for the best, even though it might be hard. And, and, again, that's that, that's that whole thing about we can do hard things. We um, are sometimes at our very best when we are – required to do hard things. That's our, our time to shine. And if we didn't have difficult circumstances, we wouldn't see the power of God. And there was miraculous things that happened throughout my custody battles. Like Jay Levy, the attorney, represented me pro bono. Just miraculous things. And you get to see the power and the love of God. And had I not gone through that, I would not have gotten to see those things. So everything does happen for a reason because, after all, God is in control. Yeah, and, and I think that is really the ultimate lesson that God is in control. Um, you know, that it, this isn't happening by some kind of accident or by chance or you know, it's it's not a um, it's not a what do you call it a weird draw of the you know draw uh, of the lucky. It you know, God's in control, and things that look hard and weird and understandable to us uh, will make sense later on. And 
Um, anyway, let me give out the book one more time. The book is called Love is the Answer, God is the Cure. I'm going to put a link in the notes. And um, uh, Amy, I want to say thank you so much for stopping by and sharing your story and sharing and talking about your book, thank Love you. is the Answer, God is the Cure. Thank you so much, and God bless. All righty. Good stuff there from Amy Cabo Nikolov. Uh, you know, she is, as you heard, she suffered a lot of tragedy. She's definitely lived through some abuse. And at the end of it all, love is the answer, God is the cure. I just think it's a great title for the book. And I think it's something that we need to remember. And sometimes, and you could even flip that around. God is the cure, love is the answer, right? It's It's sometimes... You know, tragedy and junk and awfulness lands in our lap. We lose loved ones. We get sick. And the worst thing I think you can do is ask, why me? Why not you is really the question, right? What can you learn from this? How is this going to make you better? A lot of our tragedies... A lot of our lemons can be turned into lemonades by asking the right series of questions. As always, my friends, thank you for being here. Let's share this episode with everyone we know. Let's help everyone to remember that even during our darkest times, love is the answer. God is secure. Thank you for being here. Remember, you were created to succeed. Tune in Monday through Friday here on Money for Lunch. And check out our website at moneyforlunch.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.